Welcome to We Like That Podcast. Because we like that. All right. So one of our listeners, shout out to Terry, suggested that we go over RuPaul's Drag Race. No shots out to Terry. (laughs) I love RuPaul's Drag Race. I have watched almost all of the seasons. I do say almost. I haven't. I don't really watch the new ones like I should. But anyway, Calvin has kind of seen them because I watched them. So I made him sit down and watch uh, the All-Stars season, Queen of All Queens. Made my eyes bleed. No. I made, him, I made him watch the first part of the first episode to introduce him to all those queens. And then we watched the um, comedy episode. Oh, what is it called? What's it called? Snatch Game. Uh, oh, my God. Anyway, Snatch Game. We watched the Snatch Game episode, which uh, by fans is one of the most highly rated episodes because it's so funny. Everybody was so good. Even even Jada, even Jada, who didn't really know how to play Prince, it got hilarious. There was a lot of BBLs and BBTs. I don't know what any, what? Anyway. BTLs. A lot of BBLs and BTLs. So overall, Calvin, what did you really think about it? It was fine. For what it was, I guess. Okay. They're very talented. Um, Did they... anybody make you laugh? Ha ha. Oh, they were funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are snatched. Yeah, to the gods. Um, I will be checking for Adam's apples for now on. Gr- um, you know, girls have Adam's apples. The devil is a liar. They're just not as pronounced. The devil is a liar okay but it's a good watch um i can see why people enjoy it so if you had to watch rupaul's drag race or legendary which one would you watch oh god legendary in case you don't you don't know used to be a show on hbo that uh was centered around like the ballroom scene so you got to see a lot of classic ballroom Mm. events that took place as well as some new stuff it ran for three seasons before it got canceled. That's a good question. I made um, Calvin watch the first season with me. Well, I don't. I watched them all. I wouldn't say <laughs> I wouldn't say made. I was watching them, and then he came over to see it. I watched them all. He went from oh my gosh, this is this is crazy to they're not going to win. See that other the other one went all out. She went all out, and she took off all her clothes. She's going to win. So I would not say that, but okay. Um, which one would I rather watch? <sighs> the ballroom is perfect for my attention span. It's perfect. Why is it perfect for your attention span? Because it's, it's faster? Yes. Okay. But the RuPaul one is way more interesting. Wow. Didn't expect that. All right. Because you get to know the contestants. You, get, you, de- you delve more into their personalities and the people that they are more. Okay, then Legendary was like the groups. Legendary is a lot of people. And you only you only dive, dove, dive into like the two most tragic people in the group. <laughs> and the mom or the matri- matriarchal. Yes, the mother. Yes. The, 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 the mama or the pinnacle queen, whatever she's called. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Okay. But I enjoy the ballroom one more. Okay. Because there's a lot of dancing and duck walks. Walk to duck. Walk to duck. Duck walks. Vogue. 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 Put him on the back. Put him on the back. Put him on the back. 
Wow. Him say all the stuff in his deep voice is hilarious. <laughs> Put him on the back. Drop him. Drop. Drop. Now walk the duck. Walk the duck. They don't walk say the walk duck. the duck at all. No, crawl, 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 crawl. Slinky. Slinky, slinky. What do you think about it in terms of black and brown history? Because it's really rooted in a lot of minority history. Uh, I get, I guess good. <laughs> you said it's good? Yeah, I don't know the history, <laughs> so I can't really dive into it. These were spaces, where, like, just kind of like RuPaul's Drag Race, these were spaces where they felt more, where they felt welcome. They weren't, you know, being really acknowledged or treated well by the outside world. So they had to create these spaces to feel safe for themselves. Um, ballroom and its extension to drag, they they have a relationship there. So it's just, it, I find it very interesting that black and brown people, again, were like, let's get creative, let's do something for us, and let's make it fantastic. And then it started to catch wind, become mainstream, and now, you know. The House of Versace got five. Beyonce made a full album dedicated to them. The House. Side note, did you see any... You don't know who this person is. I'm about to name drop. Of course not. Kevin Aviance went to a Beyonce concert. Don't know who that is. Uh, a legendary performer. Just At know all. that. A legendary gay performer, queer okay. com- performer. Um, Beyonce's album is dedicated to queerness and ballroom scene. Of course. And he's one of the biggest players in that field. So he ends up going down to the to the floor level. Likely. To watch her. And she's she's doing her routine, and you see her spin around on stage and look out to the crowd, and she sees him, and her mm-hmm. face lights up. So, and she finishes her, the rest of her little routine, and then she turns back to the stage, or turns back to the crowd, and is like, thank you. And she looks at him directly in the face and says, I love you, blows him a kiss, and then, you know, moves to do her next thing. Tears. He's, they're fully crying. They're fully crying just for the acknowledgement. Because forever, forever ballroom scene music around ballroom scene it was only acknowledged by other people who were already in the scene it wasn't acknowledged by the mainstream whatsoever let alone getting credit for it if, even if their music did make it into other other versions of music genres they didn't, they didn't get genres they didn't get any any credit okay like a lot of other people who don't get credit for stuff okay <laughs> so you're <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying that now I... that they're getting the acknowledgement, they sh- they shouldn't care because other people are in their shoes? No. They should be thankful, I guess, because some people never get the acknowledgement. You're so weird about dismissing feats of achievement. You're no, very I'm weird. No, not dismissing feats of achievement. Okay. They should be, hopefully they get monetarily ex- uh, accepted or whatever you call it. Yeah, get their money for it as well. Well, so I mean, because when Beyonce first dropped her album and dropped her single... Frida was on it. I don't know if you recognize Frida's voice. Uh, yes. Sure. But it was it was a big freaking deal because notoriously recently. Frida, you already know. Frida has worked with Beyonce previous to this. Uh, Beyonce sampled one of her tracks. And she infamously had her track sampled by Drake, who didn't credit her, who didn't credit her at all. And then when he went and did the music video for this song, Barely put her in it as acknowledgement. It was, uh, it was terrible. You know, Drake did, stole my song. Allegedly, allegedly. didn't do anything. I just let it go, you know. Allegedly, you allegedly. already know. I love Frida. She's so 
wise and even-tempered and very much has an attitude of like, I can't control other people. So I'm just going to keep doing what I can do and keep it moving. I love her. Shouts out to Big Creep. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys know that we have an email account? Email address is we like that dat podcast at gmail.com. Yes, we like that podcast at gmail.com. Go ahead and hit us up with what you are watching and see if we like that. Because we might like that. We really might. And we'd love to hear from you. Welcome back. Welcome back. What was the May song? What? Welcome back. Welcome, welcome back. Welcome, welcome back. Welcome back. back. Well, I wonder what song that was that got sampled. Welcome back, Charlie. Charlie? That's what it's called? Welcome back. Or Carter. Welcome back, Carter. One of, one of them. I don't know. Because that was a show. Welcome yeah. back, Carter is a show. Yeah. Okay. Whatever one that is. You don't is, know yeah. what it is. Okay, anyway. So I found a list. On BuzzFeed, 36 songs that a true hip-hop fan should know word for word, bar for bar. This is BuzzFeed, so this is going to be very, very interesting. I do not proclaim myself to be a true hip-hop fan. I only started listening to hip-hop, like, as an older person. Um, The year was 2015. (laughs) All right, this is more quiz for Calvin. So let's go down the list, shall we? All right, number one, it's not in an actual, like, ranking order. So it's, it's just listed. Okay. Okay. All right, so you we got... You want to start with 36? It's not a ranking, so Okay. No. Okay, cool. <laughs> Nothing but a G thing. Dang. Sorry. A-N-G. Drain Snoop Dogg. Do you know that song? Ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. That's the... Uh... Hook and chorus. Yeah. Do you know the song song? Not word for word. Bar One, bar. two, three into the fold. Snoop, Doggy Dog, and Dr. Dre is at the door. Ready to make an entrance, so back on the football. They're going to rush shit up. Give me the mic up first so I can burst like a bubble. Talk I don't know that you're beats. saying words. Whatever. I know the song. Okay, so you know it. I got that one. Number two, In the Club. No. <sighs> I do know this song. No. You don't know it bar for bar? I know the hook, yeah. Go shorty. It's, it's your, your birthday. birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sip a party like it's your birthday. And you I know don't we don't like give a party. A... I like Grey Goose. <laughs> That's not you how that find me in the club. Follow folks with dub. My bop. Why are you here? Blah, 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 blah. Who cares? It's 50 cents. I don't, what's, I don't what's, like them. You got to spit at least some of the bar. I could care less. It, do you know any of the bar? No. Oh. I, I can do candy shop. Well, okay, well, <laughs> I can't do this one. One to nothing. Because... <laughs> I don't know none of the bars. Hustling by Rick Ross. Definitely don't know any of these. No. Other than every day I'm hustling. Yeah. Um. God, what was the? No, I don't. I can't. Not at the top of my head. And All right. I probably we got one. Li- yeah, I probably listen to that song. It probably pops up on my Spotify every day. Mm-hmm. Why is that good of a song? There's this. Nah, I, I skip it a lot of times. Oh. Six foot, seven foot by Lil Wayne. Ripe banana, ripe banana. That's Six all I can foot, take. Seven so, foot, eight foot, hut. No, so we're like one for. That's the that's the chorus. Yeah, 
Can you say a bar? Forget a course. I you should know under- the course to all I these songs. I can't understand anything Lil Wayne says. So I know I could not tell you what it said. But I think the chick named Tammy. Somebody chick named Tammy. So you can't blame Tammy. Um, yours would be the hip hop fan. I don't know. Episode murder something. Yeah, I don't know. This should be listed. Uh, thirty six songs you should you should be familiar with if you are. <laughs> yeah, you should be familiar with. Not no. I don't know none of these. Only bars from one so far. Uh, well, let's see if you know this one. Party up, up in here by DMX. I love a baby mama. I never let her go. Okay. That's a bar. At least I know a bar in there. Nothing else. Uh. Go, go, go. No, it's <laughs> no. not go. It's like y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here, up in here. <clears throat> y'all gonna make me go all what up in here, what up in here. Y'all gonna make me act a fool? What? Uh, I like that you're adding the, the, the improv as well. There's a lot of cussing. Um, yeah, I knew I know a couple of bars today, but it's a lot of cussing. Okay. I don't feel like cussing. How about dirt off your shoulder, Jay Z? All I, I know like is the courses. Ladies is pimp too. Go on, brush your shoulder off. I don't know. Oh, I I I don't know. Uh, it's only going to get worse from here, ready? I, I got to listen to the song, but I knew a bar or two. Rough Riders Anthem. DMX. Stop. Drop. Shut them down. Open, Open up shop. shop. Oh. No. no. That's how Rough Riders roll. Niggas be crying. Niggas be crying. What? Niggas be crying. That's how niggas die. All I know is pain. All I know is rain. I feel like they should Pertaining make this contextual. Like, if we're at a millennial concert and these songs come up, I'll know the words. If I have to do it off the top of my head, I don't know nothing. I know all the song. I know some of the bars when you play the song. Yeah, that's what I just, just said. Yeah, the just, song's got to be on. Yeah, the song's got to be on. <laughs> just coming out the, my head verbatim. So no. What, what you know by Ti. What you really know that? What you really know? I don't know. What you, what you really know? Even the chorus to this. I gotta. What you know about that? I don't know all about that. Roll the four folds in the lows on the. Nope. I gotta hit a song. To fail. Ready? Next one. I know. Grills by Nelly featuring Paul Wall and Allie and Yip. My job about something, there's something, there's something, something, there's something. Rob the jewelry store and tell them to make me a grill. Yeah. Something, something. It was really a lot. I don't know no. what this is. I gotta listen to the songs. I can do all the bars to lose yourself by Eminem. Okay. <laughs> Paws for sweaty. She spent small spaghetti. That's all I know. That's all I know. That's all I know. Let's see. Let's hear it, Javon. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Nope. You, you, you set yourself up for this one. Let's hear it. Oh, no. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. You better lose yourself in the music the moment you Dun. want it. <laughs> Don't ever let it go. <laughs> I give you. I give you the beats. I give you the beats. Let's go. Dun. Dun. That's the beat. Just, well, then give me what you know no. on top of your head. Just give me what you know. I did already. Head. I already did my no, portion. Thank you. I want you. the bar. I don't. I want a piece of the nope. bar. Next one. International Boo. player anthem. I only know the beginning. I couldn't tell you the rest of the song. Oh, I know that. So I type a text to a girl I want to see. No. So I typed the text to, to a girl I used to, to see. see. Keep going, sir. This is your group. Type a text to Grace to see. Tell me. To tell her that I'm about to be with this cutie that I want to be. 
And I admit that this message will get you down. down so I CC'd, CC'd every girl, girl that, that I CC'd, CC'd out of town. town. Hate to make you frown, but I... Rather see her smile. But, uh... Spaceships don't come with rear mirrors. No, really tripping tip. in something, but I ain't no island. I'm a peninsula, maybe. Uh, of, and then there's something with the spaceships. Cra- crazy. Spaceships don't have you rave your marriage. They dip. You're at spin and now it's rip. I'm sounding like Pip. Mm-hmm. I'm not bummy. I'm a bum. Some, some. Don't do it. I'm a lover. Don't go through it. Rubber. <laughs> I need about to, the subject? Sure. Fuck I, it. I need, I need to beat. Because I know Pimp C, the beat, when you play the song for real, I know Pimp C whole verse. I think you should give me accolades for knowing the bars I knew. I do. I <laughs> Claps to you. Claps. All My right. quaff. I wish. Quaffazoo to you. By Skilo. I wish I was a little bit taller. How's I wish it, it was a baller. I wish it was a girl who was good. I would call her. I, I wish I had, had a rabbit and a hat with a bat and a six-foot impala. I wish I was like five foot nine. Like. I get because she don't know me, but she's really fine. Right, right. Uh, I need to. I, it, it's like trying to get the music in your head. Hey, and, you, what's that sound? Yeah, everybody, everybody knows, knows what's, what's going, going down. Oh, uh, yes. yeah. Ain't, ain't that, that fresh. fresh. Everybody, everybody wants to get, get down, down with like, that. <laughs> so we got three out of. 60. Right? We're, we're on number 13. We got three out of, out of three 13. 13. Conceded by Remy Ma. Moving on. <laughs> I remember the chorus. I don't even know the chorus. Like, see, I looked good in this necklace. I'm conceited. Yeah. Uh, 14, I'll be there for you. You're all I need to get by. I know none of the bars, just yes, the hook. morning dew. One day I'd look at you, and it was plain to see. You were my, my destiny. Shorty, I'm one of the dead for the... I need the song. And, uh, All of these songs, I need the, the beat to go. Then it jar the lyrics in my head. Move, bitch, by Ludacris. Move, bitch. Boom, boom, get boom, out the way. Boom, boom. Get out the way, bitch. Get out the way. Move, Move bitch. bitch. Get out the way. Get out the way, bitch. Get out the way. Oh, um, no. Fight, out. I'm about to punch your lights out. out. <laughs> Take back. Guard your grill. Can't run. You can't stay still. Damn thing like busting you. Bust the fucking forehead. Ah, girl. Leave me more dead. Not confused. Just deserving the pieces. Bye-bye to all your groupies and go dance. This is bumping your ass. No. I'm doing the highway. So if you speed limit, get the, out of my way. I know that. So. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, we got four. Four. California Love by Tupac and Dre. California Love. Fresh as in Cali, Hoochie Screaming. A two last step on the scene, I'm saying Hoochie Screaming. I'm like, no, tell I know, I'm not right there. Yeah. So what you say? Give me that bomb beat from Dre. Let me serve it the streets of LA. The Oak Town, the South Town, Bay Area, back down. She's the back down. Give me love. <laughs> from the A to the Bay, our city making. City's making gold if your city's making way. This is bomb is getting paid. Great strip, strip, uh, seventy seats for California. California, outside a party. It's from all the tune. California, outside a party. In the city, get all what? In the city, city of Compton. 
bizarre. Yeah, that's my auto my auto tune right there. Okay. Get money by Junior Mafia. Get money. Don't know it. Get money. What you say? What you say? Which version? There's a remix. Get money. It just says um the original with Biggie. Get money. I just remember that Don't part. Don't lose me. Get money. You better move over. Get money. You can be as good as the best of them, but as bad as the worst. Don't test me. Get money. You better move over. Get money. That's the remix. I Interesting. Think. Check the rhyme. A Tribe Called Quest. Back on the days on a bill of vibration. Music for tears. And if it was city, it was I, the abstract, and me, the five footer. Boys in the hood. Easy. Because the boys in the hood are going hard. <laughs> now, talking to trash, we'll you pull your car. Throw that knife for Should the Be legit. legit. Don't, Don't quote me, boy, because I ain't said shit. <laughs> Compton. Who's in my ride in my 6 Jocking the bitches. Slapping the hoes. <laughs> Say what? Okay, next one. So that's what, 6 out of 16? I will be very surprised if you don't know this one. AT Aliens. Outcast. Throw your hands in the air. Then wave them to you just don't care. Because if you like fish and grits and all the pip shits, everybody let me know you say, oh, yeah, you're. And the bar portion? The bar. Oh, yes, I love her like Egyptian. Want a description? My royal highness. I don't know the bars. Um, Because I'm cooler than a polar bear toenails. All hell, they coming to shit again. Okay. like I struck a nerve. I heard a curve. Now you heard they'll play a serve. Not where you're from before you pay rent. But some people, some of the, you got to be better like elbows. Some other, other things. Some other stuff. Yeah, okay. I know. Nicely done. Some of it, yeah. Gin and juice, Snoop Dogg. Rolling down the street. Smoking in, dough, sipping on, on gin, gin and juice. Laid back. back. With my, my mind on my money, money and my money, money on my mind. Later on that day, my boy Snoop came again with a gang of Tangeray. Uh, I got to listen to the song. All right. Functified by the bread. So, so functified. So functified. So, so, so functified. Open up the doors. Open up the doors. Let the funk flows. That's right, right. I don't know. Yeah, we're gonna just do it like an Ashbury sip because I'm um, so so cool. Because that's the bread and JD rapping. Okay. Back and forth. All right. Then they got Miss Fat Booty by Most Def. I don't know that one. I know you can't afford to afford it too soon. It's a okay. Not helpful. Um, what else we got? All right. Next one is Regulate Warren G featuring Nate Dog. Regulators, moan up. It was a clear white night. A clear blue moon. Lauren G is on the spot trying to consume. This was the phone. We got the phone. Let's hit the east side of the LBC. I'm on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. With a pimp down up and need some chick. I'm going to regulate. So hit a hit one or two more. I don't think you're saying words, but okay. But I, I knew enough. You did. You did. Uh, shook one, part two, Mob Deep? No. Okay. Next one. Quiet Storm Remix, Mob Deep, featuring Lil' Kim. It's a real shit that make you the shit that hip-hop, hip-hop, more the wrong, cut, nigga OD, because it never end up. It's a, 
It's the real shit. Make them in the club shit. Pump them in and drop them. Hip hop, hip. Uh, that's, but that's. The original is right, is good, but that remix is hard. All right. All right. Hypnotized by Notorious B.I.G. Biggie, biggie, biggie. Can't, can't you see? see? Sometimes, Sometimes your words just hypnotize me. me. And I, I kiss like your flashy ways. They were so paid. <laughs> I can see you here. We imagine this shit. It's cargo, my cargo. <laughs> As soon as the song come on, I'll do the whole I think we're all bar. triggered like that because we're used to the radio. We're used mm. to it coming on the radio. Anywho. Ready or not, Fuji's. Ready or not, here Ready I come. Not. You can't hide. Yeah. Gonna find you and make you want me. The bars? Oh, don't know. Oh, you can't hide. We're gonna find you and let you want Nah, and I had a ride, seat, walked away. Yeah, I got to hear the song. Okay. All Falls Down, Kanye West, for, uh, featuring Selena Johnson. I know that. Give it up. Yeah. All Falls Down. I need it. Like, once again, I, I would kill this if I had the original, the, the beats playing, with the song playing with me being able to talk. I, I would kill it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Not Tonight, remix featuring Little Kim. Angie Martinez, Left Eye, Missy Elliott, and DeBrett. So this is ladies' night. Oh, what I feel. All right. This is ladies' night. Oh, what a night. Oh, what a night. I just remember Brad portion. But I don't know what the word she's saying. Missy goes, No, she actually sings the hook. Missy sings the chorus. Oh, I don't know. And so does Queen Latifah. Oh, I have no idea. At all. Never the one. Smacking the gums. Got some other raw chicks for that. Lay your pants flat. Don't remember the rest, but that's Lisa's. Lisa least, Left Eye Lopez. At least you gave me something. Hey. Better than what I gave you. Okay. Not a goddamn thing. All right. Uh, Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe by Kendrick Lamar. Don't know. Uh, bitch Don't Kill My Vibe. Kiss My Vibe. No. <laughs> Blow the whistle. Too short. Blow the whistle. <laughs> What's my favorite word? Biatch. <laughs> Why you want to say it like short? Biatch. <laughs> the greatest. Okay. Uh, power trip featuring J Cole Can't and Miguel. Can't play short. Blow the whistle. Nope. Don't know this one either. Uh, Forever by Drake. Don't know this one either. Nope. Miss Jackson, Outcast. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I, I am for real. Never, Never meant to make your daughter, daughter cry. I apologize a trillion times. I'm so, sorry, Miss Jackson. So what are the bars, though? Uh, Baby mama drama. She's going to fight me. It's my house. I just get up the cable and turn the lights out. Let her know that baby got a paycheck. Private school, medical bills. I pay that. See, I'm going around. My lawyer, stay down. Something about forever, ever, forever, ever. Cook fries, birthday, birthday parties, cook, fish fries, cookouts. I was invited. Spite it, I'll show you utmost uh, respect when you ball through. Oh, dude, definitive lady when I come through. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I stumbled my way through the first verse. That's the last song. So we knew five, maybe eight of them. Yes, that was hilariously bad. <laughs> we have forsaken 
and have all our hip hop licenses taken away. Oh my goodness! It was want, that was a disaster. Do you want to do the other list? Sure. So there's also we a... have to make up for this bad list that we just did. <laughs> we have to somewhat. We know redeem. something, damn it. <laughs> damn it. We, we know have something. to redeem ourselves <laughs> some type of way because we just I made Outcast look horrible. Okay, so Blavity.com put out a 20 songs that almost every black person should know list. Ooh. All right, so first one is "Before I Let Go" by Maze featuring Frankie Beverly. No, I know that one. Before, Before I, I Let, let You Go. go. I was today years old when I found out that's a breakup song. It's not even the loving song I thought it was. I gotta make sure before I let go. Before I let go. Okay, can we talk by Kevin Campbell? Can we talk? Last night for a minute, I saw you standing, and I wanted. Started pretending that I, I knew, knew you. <laughs> you. You knew, knew me, me too. Baby. <laughs> and just like a baby, I, I was too shy. And you were. Because you, you were the you, only, you and so was I. Verses. And I. And I. It every day. <laughs> and I. Build up my coffee. I mix up two chords. You did. You, you threw me off. Anywho, yeah, we know it. Okay. Can we talk for a minute? Rock with you by no, Michael we Jackson. Not, you know what? Speaking of that song, no, we cannot talk for a minute. I do not want to know your name, nor do I want to see you again. That's how that girl felt when she was talking to Kevin Campbell. Listen, in that if, video. if Tevin Campbell told me this at the age I was when I heard this song, I would have let him talk to me as long as he needed. Can we talk, bitch? No. Uh, yes, please. That's what <laughs> that would have Why? been my response. Uh, yes, please. Thank you. Please. First of all, he showed up on Fresh Prince. Okay, Ashley Banks has incredible Hattie taste, there, and she had a huge crush on him. To you, dear and she got a kiss from him, and he was so handsome, Happy and he's the voice of Powerline. Anyway, to you, uh, "Rock with You" by Michael Jackson. I wanna rock with you all night, girl. Close your eyes. I gotta take. I gotta take one of my ears out of this headphones so I can oh sing. Oh my gosh! Girl, close your eyes. Let the rhythm get in. You such a hater. I didn't say anything else other than oh my gosh. Don't try to fight it. There ain't nothing that you can do. Look, she's getting kind of dampened. No. Relax. No. No. Gross. <laughs> Gross. Family okay. listens uh, to this podcast, oh you nasty person. I, I just got lightheaded. Goodness just gracious. Got All right, number four. Let's get it on by Marvin Gaye. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. Yep, we know that. Weak by SWV. I yes. get so weak. Why do you get weak in the knees? I can hardly speak. I lose all control when and something comes over me. Because they are seeing the person that they like. That person should have, that person actually. That's, and they can't explain it. That sex, sounds like sexual assault or sexual harassment. No, because they like it. All right, Stomp by God's Property. You don't know that song, do you? You don't know that song, do you? Put your, make, put your hands up. I can't explain it. I can't contain it. Jesus' love is so, it's so amazing. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm actually impressed. <laughs> I am thoroughly impressed. I was like, wow, she actually is really. That's, real, that's correct. 
I am thoroughly, I'm thoroughly impressed. I know a little bit. Thank you very wow. much. Wow. I, I, my, my nipples got a little hard just now. <laughs> a little protrude. My nipples protrude a little bit. I, I'm impressed. <laughs> I cannot top that. I will not be singing anymore. <laughs> I can't top that. Let's move on. This right. heathen, she actually knows the gospel song. This heathen <laughs> knows the gospel song. I'm shocked. A broken clock is right uh, twice a day Whoa. as well. This house is now healed. You're so crazy. September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Do you remember? The 25th day of September. September. Oh, 21st day. Okay, what's next? <laughs> Back that ass up. I do now. Boom, boom, boom. boom. Girl, looking like a fine chair, jet chair, morning with your dad chair, dad chair, morning with a dad chair, dad chair. All you gotta do is a jet chair, dad chair. It sounds like you hitting all the bars. Girl, you look good once you back that thing up. You're a big five woman when you back that ass. Call me Trick Daddy when you back that ass up. Girl, who you playing with? Back that thing up. That big old. But don't get don't go ass you got there, girl. I'm kind of surprised the song is on here, but it's this is how we do it by Montel Jordan. Would, it, would you consider it a, a cla- black classic? Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Okay. okay. It gets played at least 9,000 times at cookouts. I will say, I am constantly surprised at the range Montel Jordan actually has. He's got an incredible range. I only knew him for this song, and then I saw him in that movie. I want to say it was Fighting Temptations. Yes. And, he, down, and he did that baby. high voice. I'm impressed. Down, baby. Impressed. Down. Uh, Happy Birthday by Stevie Wonder. Did you know this was for Martin Luther King? Yeah. Yeah, he said it at the end. When, when he finally gets to the talking to part, you. the song's like 2,000 hours Do you long. know this song was used to try to make Martin Luther King's birthday a federal holiday? I think I knew that. Mm-hmm. I think I knew that. Yeah. I, I can't believe Martin Luther King has not been a federal holiday. The fact that it became a federal holiday in 81. Happy Birthday to you. Please stop hitting things. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Okay. They can't see your antics. They just hear silence and oh. then you hit in the mic. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, Stevie wanted to jump through my body. He didn't. And I lost uh, sight fully. 2.5 Have seconds. Have you seen that clip of Dr. Dre talking about Stevie Wonder to Kevin Hart on his show? No. He's there. I think Kevin asked him. What was it like working with Stevie Wonder? And Dre, not even joking, just being serious, goes, Stevie Wonder called me at like 6 a.m. He always does that. He just calls you at any time of the day. It doesn't matter to him. Kevin Hart starts to lose it. He starts to lose it. He is shaking in his chair. And Dre is like, yeah. Like, just serious. <laughs> just serious. And Kevin Hart's like, Really? We're just going to fly past that? And Dre goes, I'm not getting into it. But you know, it doesn't make a difference to him. <laughs> 3 a.m., 3 p.m., it's the same. Kevin Hart loses it. Because he can't see. Hi, he don't know what time of day it is. That's terrible. Anyway, and, but he wasn't even <laughs> setting up. A, the, the, what made it funny was Dre wasn't even setting up a joke. He was being dead serious. So. It's, it's always dark to him. It's messed up. <laughs> That's why Kevin was laughing so hard. All right, so. <laughs> Summertime by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Kevin, Prince. What time is it? Summer, summer, summer time. Here it is. Smooth. It's like the transform. Just a little break for that gnome. 
and then uh, during the break I would not need all the hardcore dances. Got to be a little bit under school jams. I'm looking for the school school smooth romance. Give me the self fill miss. If it ain't about some trying to try to fix it. Think of the sum of the past. That's a face like the Alpine Plast. Pumping my CD and let it run around. Call them cruise and lay back. This is summertime. Alright. I like how you, there's no cadence. You just try to say these words as fast as you can. Alright. Uh, Never Too Much by Luther Vandross. Boom, 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 I don't know the players of this song. I don't know what I'm saying. All I know that he's singing and it sounds and he's swinging. Oh my love. A thousand kisses, kisses from you is not enough. I probably jacked up the worst all the time, all the time, all the time. Never too much words. Yeah. Never too much, never too much, never too much. I messed up that song. So good. Okay. Uh, Poison by Belle Viv DeVoe. You, I know you know these words. I know you know these words. She drives me out of my mind. That's why it's hard for me to find. Can't get it out of my head. Mr. Kisser Lover. Okay, wh- wh- what about? That girl is poison. What about the rest of it? Poison. Never trust a big... But in a smile. He'll try to put smile. Um, electric boogie, aka. If I were you, I'll take precaution. That's okay. Before I stop to meet a flying girl. Okay, gotcha. Because it's a motion. You think Javon's the best thing in the world? Joe's the worst. The worst. So fly. She drove me right out of my mind. It stole my heart. Windows blind. That's not. Is it windows blind or she goes blind? I don't know. Okay, okay. what's the next song? Electric boogie, aka the electric slide. It's electric boogie woogie woogie. You can't see it. Just like Stevie, it's electric boogie woogie woogie. All right. Uh, Atomic Dog slash Flashlight by Parliament Funkadelic. Atomic Dog is one song. Ooh. Flashlight is another totally different song. True, but they put both of them together. Why do I feel like that? Chase the cat. That's Atomic Dog. And Flashlight? Flashlight. Never find a groove. Flashlight. If you play the song for real, <laughs> I'll start flat. singing the whole song. My, you know, my dad is shouting at us right now. Well, if my mom somehow tricks him to listen to this. First of all, he was in. Uh, <laughs> he was in the Parliament. <laughs> you know the guy that wears the big uh, eyes, the big eyes, the bug eyes, the bug eyes. People over there. <laughs> What you do? Standing on the verge of getting it on and getting it on. People over there. Tell me what you doing. Standing on the verge of getting it on and getting it on. <laughs> yeah, it was her dad. Her dad was that guy. People. He wasn't. What you doing? Standing. Hey, yo. His when it's when it's time for him to sing, he got it in. All that shimmy that he's doing on that stage. I watched the videos. I seen the videos. All that shimmy he was doing. 
people <laughs> up there. What are you doing? On the verge of getting it over to get it up, people. Not, right down here. He's not even singing flashlight. Like I don't, I don't even, I don't even think he knows the I'm name of the song. Her dad sang the song "Stand on the Verge of Getting It On." Okay, that song I'll sing. All right, next flashlight. song. Next song, "Outstanding" by the Gap Band. Outstanding, girl, you light me up. What was that? That's the pop. Okay, so you don't know the lyrics? No. <laughs> no. No. All right, "The Butt" by EU. I'm Do it this butt. girl. Not quite to do. Should we do the butt till it make me so? Ow! You didn't say any words. You could at least sing the chorus. Javon got a big old butt. Oh yeah. <laughs> Terry got a big old butt. Oh yeah. Lisa got a big old butt. Oh yeah. That's not the um, chorus. Go in the butt. Ow! Ow! Ain't nothing wrong. If you want the butt. If you want to do it in the butt all night long. long. I didn't realize that that was go-go music until I came out here. Yeah, that was go-go music. Didn't realize that. All right. Real Love by Mary J. Blige. Real Love. That's all I know is the chorus. I'm searching for a real love. Something to make my heart sing. Real Love. You're not going to beat the stump time. But you sang Stomp. Stomp so time. You're not going to beat Stomp. The Way by Jill Scott. Is this the way? That's all I know. Okay. You, I remember her breakfast order. Remember she says she wakes up and she makes herself some. Two eggs, bacon, cheese, lettuce, onions, little No. <laughs> no. She says she makes herself some eggs and grits. Oh. Okay. Wow. Anywho. Uh, single ladies. Put a ring on it by Beyonce. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. What's the chorus? What's the verse, Yvonne? That is the verse. Hop in the club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no that's lyrics. That's not the chorus. Yeah, lyrics. <laughs> I just sang the beginning of it. That's how it starts. Yeah. What's, what's, sing, sing, sing some of her verse. You just did it. Pops in the club. All I hear is, don't pay no attention. Uh-huh. And I got tired of women waving their hands at me and like if I you was like it, you should. If you like it, you should put a ring on it. And, and I if got, you like it, you should put a ring on it. Yeah, and the females got on my my nerves that waving their hands oh, like oh, I was oh, hot in the club. Oh, 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 and then they're oh, doing the oh, steps oh. and walking and stepping on people's toes and stuff. Them high heel. So oh, maybe that's sick. it. That's the last song. That's twenty songs. Oh wow. We did better on this list. Well, yeah, because <laughs> it made more sense. Also, I think there were singing songs, so you, usually you're singing along with them. It was easy, and they're older mm-hmm. songs, so it's mm-hmm. easier to remember. Yeah. But there you go. That's it. Do you like that? Because we like that. Listen to us on all podcast platforms, especially Spotify, interact, do all the things. Because you know we like that. Hey, Dave, fiance. What do you remember, Calvin? I remember <laughs> that, uh, What's the deaf guy's name? Okay. We're going to kick it off with Gino and Jasmine for the last episode because nothing really happened and I don't care about them. Ready? They almost died in the streets of Panama riding basically, bikes. Basically. Riding a, uh, it's right after they went to therapy. Cab bike or something. Gino's like, we're just trying to make some happy memories. He, Jasmine, and her sister decide to get a 
bicycle car? What is this thing? On a bicycle cart. I don't know. It's like a two. It's like a bicycle cart. You can sit up to six people in that thing. Huh? All to pedal. They love each other. And they don't have a problem with space in other countries, unlike America. It's very interesting. It, look, it looks like a bicycle boat that they're in, pedaling on the streets of Panama recklessly. They almost get hit several times by cars. So. I wanted them to get hit so bad and then drown in the water that was next to them. The other thing that happens is they try to buy a gift for Jasmine's sister for her birthday that's coming up. So Jasmine um, buys a chain. A necklace. It came with a little pendant and yeah. everything. Um, but while they're in the jewelry shop, she kind of shakes Gino down to get her a new engagement ring. She lost her other one, apparently. And Gino goes, I will not be forced to buy you anything. I don't want to. Bas- basically, but then turns around and buys her a ring. This is a promise ring that we were promised to be nice and good to each other. We won't argue. And then I can get my love a beetle, libido back. We don't argue. I thought her sister was 16 this entire time, and she's not. She's like, <laughs> her sister's like 43. No, her sister's in her 20s. So... Uh, but that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. She fights with him about getting a ring. Uh, then she gets a ring. It's a promise ring. And they celebrate her sister's birthday. End of. Next one. Uh, the, the sad one. I want to knock that one out really quick. Sure. Uh, David and Sheila. Silence. Poor Sheila is dealing with the loss of her mother, tragically. When David comes over to spend the night, unfortunately, sometime in the night, her mother passed. And they discovered her that next morning. So And they had to immediately jump on some funeral arrangements and get her ready for her final resting. happened was her mom at some point fell down the stairs that her father, Jimmy, raised. No. So he can get the Please be respectful. insurance money. That's the conspiracy that they're putting out They're there. in the Philippines. There's no insurance money. There's no life insurance. Really? Yes, Calvin. Wow. They live in abject poverty. Where, where You think they also have insurance plans? I would. Would that... Uh, Haunted mansion house that they have. Listen, they're trying to make things work with what they've got. A tsunami, a tsunami came and wrecked a lot of what they have. They don't have the means to really fix up everything that's in there the way that they needed to. They were making do, but unfortunately, an accident happened. And Sheila's mother passed, unfortunately. I can understand why she doesn't have the... Like, she's just uh, uh, mentally and emotionally exhausted. Uh, what's her face? So Sheila is out. She's out. While, like, emotionally, mentally, almost physically, David's trying to be... David, I think David's doing a really good job of being there but for her. But you get tired of having to sign every time and then think about what you're signing. Well, they had stuff. the interpreter there. She don't want to talk to her. True. But so, also, I don't think it's necessarily the signing thing. I think she was just done in general. Her but, focus but was on. I think that's what to do with her. Exacerbates it because uh, I disagree. He does this, and then she got to think about. No, I don't think thing. signing alone exacerbated it. I think him being there exasper. Exasper. talk. I think it's everything made it worse because she also had to figure out how to be like a host for him yeah. while ju- dealing with all of that. Like I said, I think it's I think it's everything. So I can understand. Hopefully. And I think you're right. David gets it. I think he gets it. So I think they'll be fine. I think he understands. I thought he was doing a really good job of trying to comfort her and not get too in the way while she's trying to do what she needed to do. Yeah, not getting, uh, thinking about me, me, me. Yeah, like demanding more of her time or anything. 
I thought I thought he was doing a really good job with that. Yeah, and just being there when she needs his face. Yeah. And I would say words, but uh, love love pats on the back. Love pats on the back. I guess. I ho- I hope they were able to find some kind of peace before he left. Because he's there for a minute. I think he's there for like a month. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't I know. Just, yeah, this is too much going on right now. Um, You want to talk about Cleo and Christian? I don't know if you remember what they were doing. Cleo, Christian. Cleo and Christian are still figuring out how to be intimate, kind of. Oh, uh, that's just a, that's done. That's a train wreck. It's done. Um, Moving on. Uh, <laughs> Christian is a... Is a... Lazy. It's not ready. It's not ready. Is Christian's a, not ready. Yeah. I, I can't even call him lazy. Yeah. He's just not adult enough to handle the situation he's in now. I feel like he's not adult enough in that he didn't even look to see what he might be dealing with at all. He didn't do any. There was no research. Do you really there was think no conversation. she knew she, that she had anxiety issues and all that stuff? Yes. Because she's talked to him about her anxiety, her mm. autism, and her transgenderness. That's what I meant, autism. I. She's talked to him about it, and mm. he just took. I think he took it in stride, like he takes everything else in stride, but like I, the, the seat of his pants. I think he just like overlooked the autism, like eh, it's not going to be okay, that bad. Okay, so you don't remember, but when we clue into them, it's right after that dinner that didn't go really well, and it's him apologizing, saying that you know he yeah. understood that she had autism. And was dealing with anxiety around, yeah. you know, these new spaces. Uh, and he should have took it into better account. Like, he's yeah. saying all of the right things. His apology made sense, but his intimacy says otherwise. I think he's still uncomfortable. I think they still haven't really talked it through. I think he might have questions, but it doesn't want to ask them. I, no, I think his family and friends are really in his head. His friends, well, besides those two guys who were inappropriately asking about genitalia, for the most part, they don't have a problem with her being transgendered. His family does, but his his friends don't necessarily have an issue with her being transgendered. I think he's fine with the kissing. When it gets to, like, cuddling and actually getting ready to do the do, that's when they jump in his head a mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. So that's why he pretends like, oh, I just want to cuddle. I don't really have sex in the first couple of times I meet somebody or whatever. I think it's that. Uh-huh. I think the act is getting to him mm-hmm. when it's time to do the do. He just freezes because yeah. he doesn't know, oh, okay, that's different. Um, what if the, the you-know-what falls out? Mm-hmm. What am I going to do then? What I, if our things touch? The you-know-what falls out. Please stop. I'm just saying what he's probably thinking in his head. Every time he gets ready and she wants to get intimate Inappropriate. sexually with him. Inappropriate. I'm just saying. that's. But that's exactly what he's thinking, though. Inappropriate. But okay, sure. But that's what he's thinking. <laughs> because if he's not thinking that, he should not have a problem. You can say that he has a fear about moving forward with her. You could have just said it like that, broad, nice and broad. Anyway, yeah, but I, I, when I'm broad, someone gets upset. You, 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 you. That's it. That's all you got to say. Who's someone? Anyway, sure, whatever. I think you're right in that he's scared about the physicality of the relationship. Absolutely. But I also feel like he's not asking questions and he's not communicating with her like, hey, you're honestly my first. You're my first. I don't know how to tread the water here. 
I am very interested in you, but I'm not sure how to move forward with this. And just have an honest, frank conversation. I don't think he's that interested. Oh. I don't. Okay. All right. I think it started off like, I don't even want to say a fetish. But like something new. This was something, something new. Something new. And that like it, the like the love boat. And it was the pull. And now that it's yeah. now that it's here and real. Eh. All aboard. Poor Cleo. I, I need her to break up with him and, and go home. Yeah, and I think when he got there, reality set in. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't think I'm ready for this. Right. Mentally. You want to talk about Dempsey and Statler, or you want to talk Dim about Violet and Riley? Dimsum and Dempsey? Let's knock Violet and Riley out, because also don't uh, care about him. Riley and Violet picking up right after their fight at the restaurant. It is Riley telling her to leave. They've blocked each other on their socials. They're not talking to each other. Riley sets up a, was it a tour? He gets on the back of a scooter with somebody. Uh, no, that was kind of... Gay. I think it was a tour. Yeah, it was a tour. And he had to hold on to another man's shoulder while riding a bike in the middle of Vietnam. Yeah. He wanted to see, the, I guess, the rest of Ho Chi Minh. So he was there. Then he invites... But he's worried about images. Then he invites the guy to have drinks afterwards. And fully unleashes way too much information on a stranger about his relationship. Um, but when she did it, it was too much. So they both gave each other the Fantasia treatment. But uh, his guide is like, I think you're wrong. I think you should apologize. Yes. After explaining his story, his guide is like, yeah, no. <laughs> you're messed up for that. The guide explains like what the, you know, the culture and the traditions are in Vietnam, which I guess paints a... Honestly, I feel like it's the same stuff Violet already told him. But because it's coming from somebody else, he's like, I see your point. And I Violet get it. Violet goes, if you don't want to, then don't talk to me. Going to somebody else. Can can you not be racist for two seconds? Uh, sure. Great. One, two. So Riley has an I guess an awakening that maybe he was too harsh on Violet after talking to the guide. I don't know why man explaining made him come to that epiphany. There's a lot of things going on with Riley. I, I'm very confused about. I, I and I was know. really hoping that they would have broken up. That this was this is it. Lines crossed. We're done. Nope. We're just going to keep going back into our cycle of chaos and then wonder why nothing's changing. So that's where we left that. They need to rewrite their whole relationship and start from scratch. Sad. Without sad. starting with negative being positive. <laughs> starting with negative being positive. That's literally what they did. And now we're moving on to... Statler and Dempsey. Statler and Dimsum. So... Statler and Dempsey, they're still chilling in Dempsey's caravan. Um, the caravan of love. Statler's not having it, though. She says she needs a running bathroom. This this leaving the caravan to go <laughs> to another place to get this bathroom is not of, fun. Because the poops in the stools and the runs are real in her, in her, in her belly. She does say that she's got irritable bowel. So she, need, she needs an on-demand bathroom, right? Does she just get that? That feeling crossing the pond? Oh, was she like that before she went there? I don't know. Because shouldn't that whatever bug th- she I had she should had have passed it. already? I think she was. Well, you know that she doesn't plan. So I don't think she asked any questions about. Remember, Dempsey doesn't even know she wants to live there. 
She's Dempsey's moving. like, this is a cute little <laughs> visit. And Dempsey, or yeah, Dempsey's like, this is a cute little visit. And I, Statler's like, you're failing all of my tests for me to live here with you. I totally forgot she's moving herself in without telling her. Exactly. <laughs> forgot exactly. All about that. They've got two different scales happening while this visit's going on. She's good because I totally forgot that was happening. <laughs> <laughs> she's real good. I totally excluded that. And every time she brings that up, I'm like, what the hell is she talking about? And I forgot she planned to move there because yeah. her lease is up. Yeah, she's like, my lease is up. I'm just going to live in England with, with Dempsey. In a place I don't want to be in. But then she found out Dempsey's in a... Like. First of all, she found out Dempsey's in a caravan, doesn't have a bathroom, and basically lives where she works. I'm not going to lie, though. Where Dempsey works is beautiful. That farmland that she's on is gorgeous. I, I too, would be like, screw it. Let me live in this caravan no, on the won't. land. No, this is great. Won't. No, you won't. The the room that she took. Statler that's like to? living where we live at. Where I used to live at when I grew up. That's literally what it is. You can't do it. Oh, you had bathrooms. Yes. Yeah. You had bathrooms. Okay. Also, that place is very green. Your place is not. It's very clay. Wow. I don't have feelings. Okay. So you can just say anything to me, and I'm not gonna cry. I'm saying. There's not a lot of woods where they're at. It's straight flat land, so you can see like sun setting on hills and all that mm, fun stuff. Whatever. Where you're at, it's a lot of trees and like, a lot of sandy clay. I like her sandwiches. Her sandwich game looks pretty good. Her, honestly, so we find out that Dempsey is uh, basically she works on a farm where she's like a janitor and a chef. Basically. She's a caretaker. She's yeah, a caretaker. caretaker. Yeah, good. Yeah, caretaker. <laughs> But uh, what they do on that place is essentially they take um, these units and make them into like little livable places for people to do vacations and stays at. Yeah. Like mini homes. They take like containers and turn into like mini little hangouts. Yeah. Like hot tubs and all that stuff. And it, it looks really cute. Yeah, it does. It, it looks, looks like some place I would like to <laughs> yeah. go and hang they out. They did a really good job of turning these units into like very photographable places especially the big one with the bar and the game yeah. room well that's so that's the shared room that's where they got to go use the bathroom that's like a shared public space kind of deal it's like a media room for everybody to go to i know dempsey would hate to have to clean up after she goes in there with the stools we find out in De uh not dempsey statler statler island statler's the american with the irritables dempsey's the english lady so we find out that Dempsey's background is that she's always kind of lived on her own. Off the grid. Off the grid. She worked with the carnival folk. Like, she's she, she grew up in hurry, that environment. Hurry, hurry, step no, right on up. not like Americans. Not like Americans. But she was with a traveling entertainment group like that. She also left home pretty early. She was like the, the, the flying Grayson? No. She also left home very early, and she had moments where she was like living out of her car and living off friends' couches. So it's been quite a journey for Dempsey oh, to find the piece that she's got. She was one of those things. Come see the one eye man. Nope. And the so, bearded lady. Nope. Okay, so whatever. Uh, essentially, Dempsey got this job and got help with the caravan that she's in from her friend, who has seen her through a lot of ups and downs. And really cares about her. And Statler gets to meet this friend for the first time. And I'm not going to lie. I'm very confused. Sounds um, like love. Her friend was so excited to see Dempsey. He's like, it's been five months. How are you doing? 
And then when he turns to Statler, who we already know is awkward, like she talks about how quirky she is and maybe doesn't people so good, which is fair. It's very stunted. <laughs> just like, okay. Like the friend's trying to get to know Statler a little bit more and she's she's just like, no. Anyway. Very interesting. Grits and gravy. I don't know what that means, Cal. Oh, Maybe. also, what did you think about the sage scene with Statler and Dempsey? She saged that devilish crotch that uh, Statler has. It was funny. It's, there's a moment in there where Dempsey gets some sage to, like, air out her home and just, like, bless it with the new energy they brought into the home. And she's a woo-woo chick. Cool to know. Um, but Statler isn't. And she's like, what are you doing right now? And then Dempsey cracks a joke about how she needs to sage Statler's vajayjay because of all the action she's got, she's gotten with it. And then the sage starts to smoke and billow a little bit more. And Dem and Statler gets like a little embarrassed about what's going on. They also get into a fight. Do you remember? It's the fight about that uh, Statler thinks Dempsey cheated on her mm -hmm. in her head. That was the fight. That was really it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, yes, because Dempsey wasn't apparently texting her enough while she was in Thailand with her yeah. dad. Dempsey's like, what the oh, hell are you talking and about? And then she found out that Dempsey's dad doesn't know about, know about her. her. That's right. And she was like, oh, so cheating, right? Yada, yada, yada. And Dempsey's looking at her like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? None of that's happening. I didn't give it to Dempsey. She stood up for herself in that conversation. And Statler actually backed down. She was like, oh, no, I thought I had worked through a lot of my baggage around this. Clearly, I haven't. That's something I've got to look at. And they kind of make up. I thought that was really cool. Um, I think that's it. I don't think anybody else was in here. Right? Nope. Um, we didn't go over uh, Michelle. Michelle? Michelle. Michelle. And, There's uh, no Michelle. So they didn't, they, they didn't do anything this, this week? Who's Michelle? Michelle, the, the the Israel dude. Oh, Nicola. Michelle, yeah. Misha and Nicola? Misha, yeah, Michelle, Michelle, same damn thing. It too. really isn't. Yeah, it is. And no, they weren't in here. Okay. They had their fight and they kept it moving. So we we also didn't we didn't see Tere. We didn't see Misha and Nicola. We didn't see Amanda and Rasbin. Because Tere is packing his bags to go somewhere. Sacramento? I don't know. Because that girl's in Sacramento, right? I have no idea. So the girl who he thought was he was talking to, supposedly I think she's based out of Sacramento. So I I'm thinking he's. Is that what he said? That's where she's from. How do you know remember, that? He, so he's not. I'm sorry. He's not going to see her. He's going to see the person in. Uh, Barbados. Barbados, for some strange reason again. I don't know. I don't know why, but I know that it was the plan. But then he said he reached out to the girl who's really in the photos. And he was going to go talk to her. Yeah, so, yeah, that's, yeah. So, I don't know what he's doing. I don't Apparently know he's doing something. I don't um, think he knows what he's doing. Exactly. That's yeah. it? All right, it's time for Love During Lockup, our favorite. Love favorite During Lockup. Great. All right. So, who are you going to talk about first? We've got, we've got our favorites, Keith and Letitia. We got Renee, Renika and Asante. You got Savannah and Jake. You got Brittany and Andy. Which one could be Chris summed up the quickest? And Brittany and Karak. Which one could be summed up the quickest? Honestly, Chris and Jade. Chris and Jade. Chris is Go the guy it. that's rich. 
he's a part of an indigenous tribe, apparently. So he gets like ten to twelve thousand dollars a month that goes straight to a joint account that Jade owns and operates. The current storyline is that Jade and her sisters are saying Chris is too controlling and that his behavior is unacceptable. Meanwhile, they are spending all of his monies. So So I have a million dollar reason why I'm trying to be controlling. It's eh, this episode shows Jade talking to Chris and being like, you're being very controlling. I don't know why you t- don't trust me. Her aside is that it wasn't like this when they first started dating. And she doesn't know where this is coming from. And my aside is that you have technically been with this person at least a year, if not a little bit longer. This can't be new. What are you talking about? Right. <laughs> this can't be new. Right. You're not. All of a sudden. This controlling and it's brand new. All of a sudden, girl. Anyway. And my, and, and, and that's her problem. That's Javon's problem. My problem with her is that. No, that's she, not my problem with her. Oh. My problem with her is that she is spending frivolously, frivolously with this dude's money. And it's like, I don't know why he's so up in my business. You're spending every dime this man has on your life to be comfortable and to show off and be a social media influencer. You don't think he's going to ask some questions? That's partially my problem. Uh, my other problem with her is she can't understand why he has all this time to call her. <laughs> That's my major problem. Like, bitch, what part of jail or prison do you not understand? What else am I going to do? Girl, what do, you, what do you think? I'm just going to go catch a movie? What do you think I'm going to do? You know what? I've been here for four hours. You know what? I'm going to go outside and just go out. And just, I got to uh, go meet my friend for beers. Meet my friend for beers. <laughs> You know what? We've been working in this prison for like how many hours? Eight hours? Time for us to take a break. Clock out. Let's Time hurry. for us to clock out. You know, hey, hey, bailiff, can uh can you open these uh bars? I like to go down to the uh. We gotta go to the club. I like um, to go to the club uh bathroom <laughs> and see what's going on in there because I know they're throwing down a shindig in there. <laughs> I got here. The reason he's calling you all the time because. Here's another question I have. Where the hell is he getting all these damn phones? He only has the one, Calvin. I don't know why you think it's multiples. He's got an iPhone. I'm sorry. What a headset. Have phones become legal in jail? I wonder if it's become like a, we're tired of them smuggling in, so we're just going to let them have it situation. Because to me, he must have spent uh, his whole time in the hole. Because if they're taking away these phones and he's getting more phones, I think they're taking away these phones and he's getting more phones. Depending on where they're there's at, no I don't way. think they're doing anything with the phones. I, if you get on TikTok, there's prison TikTok. There's prisoners who are creating TikToks regularly and posting it from jail, getting followings, all that jazz. Well, maybe that's why she's saying it. Maybe she's saying you should have time to do other stuff. TikTok. You got to make TikToks. <laughs> get the ID stuff. Get the dancing. <laughs> Calling me. You, you better post some, these TikToks. You guys have freedom of jail to do other stuff. <laughs> You waste your time calling me all the time. I don't even know. You know what? I, I apologize, Jade. You might have a point. No. <laughs> Maybe you have a point. Because it makes no sense. Now do you, I don't. Anywho, she's going to have a lot to answer for when, she, when, when he gets out. And he has limited money or limited funds. And he gets really controlling now he's face-to-face. Yeah. Now that he's face-to-face. I mean, he... When they kicked off the storyline, her sisters are talking about how they were already tired of him. Like, I mean, already. So, clearly, this is not brand new behavior. Yeah, they're tired of him, but not his money. 
right as they celebrated a birthday. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and go uh, doom buggy riding somewhere. Ridiculousness. In a brand new car and a brand new doom buggy with a brand new, uh, what you call those things that you, you drag it with the doom buggy? The trailer? The trailer with a brand new trailer and everything. Mm-hmm. Everything looked brand new. And her brand new outfit. Truck. And the truck was new. And truck. So, and a brand yes. new outfit that her sister probably bought her with his, his money. Her sister? Yeah. Jace bought her sister. Remember that outfit she had on? And she said, you got my outfit dirty. You said she, her sister bought it I'm for sorry. Her. Jade bought probably bought her sister that outfit that she was complaining about that got muddy. Listen, she probably bought the jewelry that was on her body. Anyway. I'm pretty sure she did. But it ends with uh, Jade and Chris trying to have, like, phone sex, basically. Uh Another yeah. thing I don't understand, uh, why you would allow the full camera crew to be in the back room with yeah. you as you try to change. You, did you see the cameraman trying to get peeks in through the slut of the door? Yeah, you still look so hot. Ridiculousness. Right yeah, let me see those And she's like, legs. yeah, we've never physically been together, but the phone stuff is fine. I'm yeah. like, all right. You're so sexy. And, the, and they are already married, so yeah. That's you look so the quickest good. one. Um, I want to talk about the concerning one, Brittany and Karak. For maybe I don't know. They figure out what they got to figure out. Let's talk about Brittany and Karak, shall we? They're at the very bottom. Okay. So. Yeah, I see it. I see it. I'm looking at it. Don't tell me how to scroll down. Goodness gracious! I Sorry. gave him the laptop so he can finally read these notes. Sorry, little gentleman. And apparently, I can't work a laptop. Apparently, cannot. So anyway, Brittany and Karak. In case you forgot, this is our prison couple who met in prison. Rock is a transgendered man. Brittany is in love with him. Um, but there is trust issues and control issues. So there's that. Basically, Just like every other uh, relationship. relationship in this show. <laughs> anyway, so with but the, the, the thing that's overriding with Brittany and Karak for me is all the spy network to keep an eye on her. Is it really a spy network, or is that she knows everybody's watching her, and she just doesn't care? I just have a lot of questions, because Karak's quote-unquote family doesn't like her, and they think that she's messing around. The best friend doesn't like her, and thinks she's messing around. Why are they working so hard to paint Britney as this unfaithful person to Karak? I want to know that. Because she's a threat to all the money that he's probably spending on them. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Anyway, so we meet up with Brittany, and she's talking with her friend Shayla. Uh, they recently had to move to a bigger spot because now that Brittany's living with Karak's family, they needed more room, essentially. So is Karak footing the bill on this new place? I have no idea who's but, footing what bill. But the business that they are investing in. So Who's sucking who titties over here? It's just, anyway, so... Brittany's reflecting on how she's had a come up. Essentially, she had a rough life as a kid, left home, ran away from home, and found herself on the streets been and trying to hustle and make it work. And been doing hood rat stuff with her hood rat friends ever since. Well, she talks about how Shayla knew her when she used to live in laundry rooms, like try, try to catch sleep in the laundry room, and now she's in a house. And she's reflecting on how much she loves Karak. And they can't wait to get married, and she wants to carry Karak's children. Basically like a surrogacy. She's going to carry using Karak's eggs, and then they're going to find a sperm donor. And Shayla's like, this is a little much. It's a little fast. You're going to tell your family? And Brittany's like, no, <laughs> like not really. 
I'm not even sure how to broach that. It's one thing for them to try to get used to me maybe liking girls. It's a whole other thing for them to try to get used to me marrying a transgender man. They're not going to understand. And Shayla's like, well, try to keep that door open with your family. And Brittany's like, "Uh, I don't know. So then Brittany realizes, after Shayla leaves, Brittany realizes, oh, I missed my call with Karak. She's supposed to have a call with Karak, I think, at like 8.30. And when she looks at the time, she only has three minutes left of this call, which means she's 27 minutes late for this call. When she calls Karak, Karak is going to hear it. He's like, you had me out here looking a fool, I'm dressed, dressed up for up no my reason. Best, my best thug dizzles, you know what I'm saying? My thug Don't dress, call me. You know what I'm saying? What up, cuz? You know what like, I'm saying? You forgot about me, cuz. What, cre- what scared me about that was how quickly dismissive Karak was. Like, don't call me. Don't do that. Brittany, right now doesn't have anything else going on outside of Karak. If Karak decides to cut her, cut Brittany off, she's back on those streets. Like, yes, yes, she's in love. Yes, yes, they're hoping to do this, that, and that. But Kar- it, not Karak by themselves, but Brittany's isolated. She doesn't, have a, she doesn't have a fallback at all. Like, she's working and she's going to school, but Karak controls school too. So if she ends up not being with Karak, she only has her job to try to fall back on, and then she's got to figure out how to make a living. And they're in Richmond. It's expensive. Let's not act like Richmond is New York City. But also, let's, let's not stop. act like you can have, that you can find a decent place under two grand. Okay. Let's, but let's not call it like it's L.A. or anything. I'm just saying, with the or, way or Atlanta. that let's, servers let's make money right now, there's no way you could live by yourself. She would have to come up with a contingency plan where she's a roommate to somebody and try to make it work that way. She's a roommate now, technically. Well, according to her, she's she's the wife. She's wifey right now. Mm. And she's not sure. paying any rent right now. Yeah, that's right. You're right. So, so But yeah, Karak is pissed. I um, just think it's two people who have anger issues and I'm, they're going to punch each other in the face when they see each other, when they get angry. That's I hope I'm, not. I'm, that's what's going to happen. I hope not. It's very scary. Brittany don't, Strike me as a person who walks away when they're in an argument. And Karakis? Karak? Sarak? Karak? If you don't know their names by now, Calvin, we are in episode three or four. These stupid looking Just give it away. Karak, it don't strike me as a person who walks away and takes time to... Cool down. Cool down. So, we'll see. I hope. Hopefully nothing crazy happens, but I foresee crazy happening mm. often. But that's where we end it. Brittany's supposed to call Karak again the next day, but she doesn't even know if that's going to be kept because she missed the phone call from today. So, What else Karak got to do? Uh, diddle other people? I don't know. She'll be there. I don't know. Like you're going to go off and find somebody. Well, then again, you can't. They did before, remember? Yeah. Who anyway, knows? Let's go to Brittany and Andy. Brittany and Andy. Right above Chris and Jade. I see it. I'm looking so, at it. Just in case we forgot, oh, Brittany God. recently discovered that Andy wasn't telling her the full truth about being an absent father for his girls or his children. And she is pissed and surprised. She calls him the next day and is like, what the heck? You lied to me. I don't feel comfortable now with you meeting my eldest daughter because he's supposed to go up to the prison and meet the eldest daughter. 
of Britney's. Wow. And she's just like, you didn't tell me the full story. You made it sound like you were the dad from the Brady Bunch, which I find really interesting Wrong. that people use that as a barometer of like what they think a perfect family life looks like. They use the Brady Bunch constantly. It's very interesting. That's what uh, white people use and we use the Cosby show. That's true. So. But and then the the real stories behind both those shows is very dark. Hilarious. Anyway. That's just life. Anywho. So but Andy asserts that his girls were being exaggerative. He says it wasn't like he left them months at a time. He would be gone for like a day or two, which conflicts with him being a truck driver. How was he gone a day or two? If because he drove a truck. He does local pickups and drop offs. That's what you think. Yeah. You can do local, or you can do the one. And two, if you're only going from one state to the next state, it's that's like a Most day. contracts aren't like that, though. But, oh, well then, I don't know, Jerome. Maybe he's lying. Well, it wouldn't be the first time. He's an untrustworthy narrator. Whatever. Andy starts uh, abusing his clothes that he's washing and throwing them outside in the yard for some strange reason. Was he walk- it looked anger. like he was moving because he was putting a bunch of stuff outside the door as he was talking know. to her. Yeah, he was just throwing his... And then he just kicked it down the stairs. Yeah, <laughs> threw, the it stairs. Up, threw it out. So he got angry and fought clothes. But also, I understand this fight. So Brittany's going in on him about lying, yada, yada, yada. She doesn't know if she wants to continue the relationship. She doesn't want him to meet her daughter. And then she's like, we'll see. Her brain is kind of twisted, Javon. Okay. So what else she has to do? This is this is how she has spiced her life in prison. I guess. <laughs> Confused. I guess I don't know. Um, and he's and we pretty much know he's still going, right? We know that she didn't break up with him, so yeah. So he he'll be there. Yeah. They'll probably argue and yell again, and then make up. Then the prison guard have to break them up. Whatever. Sure. Interesting. Um, let's talk about Renika and Asante. That's also pretty quick. We get to see Renika. For her birthday slash, no birthday, her going away bash. She's oh, having a going away party. This was the best one out of the bunch. Um, she's also going to perform her music before she leaves. She's like, okay. I'm not going to lie to cool. you. She got a little bit of bars. Now, the performance that she did at her going away, I did not hear a single word she said. <laughs> not at all. That's why I thought it was trash. But then, investigator Javon likes to investigate stuff. And yeah. she went online to find some of her music. She's not that bad. Her cadence is good. I liked it. I liked her delivery. She's not that bad. Um, Performance-wise, horrible. It, it kicks off crazy. She's getting ready at her mom's house where she lives currently. And her mom's like, let's talk about that move again. And she's like, y'all don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand. And it's unclear whether her mom has a girlfriend or what. I'm pretty sure that's a girlfriend. <laughs> they, they, I looked at the, the label they gave her again. It says just friend, but I'm pretty sure. Anyway. But we couldn't see because someone likes to watch TV with the words. No, I could see it. Because they show it again when she's outside. Oh, I couldn't see it. Someone doesn't pay attention. Too so many anyway, words on the, on the damn screen. So she gets into it with her mom about her move to Atlanta. Because she's moving the next day. She's having this going away party. And then she's moving the next morning with her girls to go out to Georgia. And her mom's like, you don't know this man. Of course, he's saying nice things. He's in prison. Of course. You're leaving everything. Your support your money, everything to go do this. And she's like, that's what I got to do. You got to make sacrifices when you're in love. And her mom's like, you know, how many kids she got? Two? No, she got more. She has sisters, plural. 
How many? No, how many kids does Renika have? She's got. Uh, well, she we know like of two, two, but I wouldn't be surprised three. if there was other ones who might be Say with mom, their father. Like, you make bad decisions with bad men. So I'm trying to help. Her mom you said up. that. Yeah, her mom pretty much basically says she makes bad decisions. Okay, Calvin. Per- that's what Calvin got from the conversation, but she doesn't directly tell and her. Her, man, that. her mom's like, I made bad decisions. See your father. She didn't say that either. But that's what she was alluding to. I've made bad decisions. I don't want to make the same decisions. You're an untrustworthy narrator. I don't want to make the same decisions I made. You can say the gist of what she was saying was all this. You can say that. But she wasn't directly saying any of that. She was asking a lot of questions, though. So, so, anywho, so she knows her daughter makes bad decisions. She she doesn't want her to make a, a drastic one that changes her life. She does say, I don't want her to repeat the mistakes I made. Because Alluding this, to her father, who we know is an ex-convict. And this one, she's literally uprooting herself and starting from basically scratch again. Yeah. Yeah. But she doesn't want to hear none of that. She goes to the club for her party. And she gets more questions about in this move. Her best friend, who may or may not be her sister, is there. And one of her, I think that one of the girls was actually her sister. One that was really carrying on was her sister. Okay. So... She's there with her friends and family, and they are going in about this move. They're like, this doesn't seem <laughs> this doesn't um, seem wise. I, or if you are going to move, why not leave the girls here? Let the girls stay with your mom, and you go. Until you get settled, and yeah. then you, co- you come call for them. And she's like, no. sense. I'm going to be honest with you. I probably kicked them out of my party, too. <laughs> well, that's what happened. So they keep fighting. <laughs> she goes and gets security, and she's like, kick them out. And she, gets, she literally gets, gets security gets and yeah. kicks out. Everybody in the club. Mom, the other late, her friends, her fam. She gets them all out. So she that's they talking too much. Pretty much, it was fifteen people in the club. She already get rid of ten of them. Itch. and they're fighting outside the club. And it's still funny. She's behind the security guards, talking a lot of shit, a lot of stuff. She goes back in. Evidently, security don't do their job because they, they come, come right, right back, back in. in. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently, security doesn't care. They they talk real loud all and left. then they go right back inside. Exactly, or left. I just, yeah, I, yeah, I'd have put them out. <laughs> because, who's to say she wasn't buying all those drinks they were drinking? I think they uh, live off her, too. Calvin, I think her mom paid for all of that. I, well, I think, okay. Sure. She lives with her mom. Okay. Her mom owns that home that she's in. This going away party, I don't think she threw for herself. Okay. I think her mom did. Or okay. maybe, maybe her management group did with her music. Okay. But I don't think her directly was paying out of pocket for Anywho, this. they was mouthing off way too much. <laughs> they was disrespecting way too much. They were telling the truth. They were habitual line steppers they at a te- party. They were telling the truth. And the more alcohol they drink, the more they talk. So it was funny for her for her friends to be like, he's a convict. You can't trust him. And she goes, all y'all are convicts. <laughs> she goes, all of y'all are in prison. What's the difference? Maybe. She and their answer to, was, we know us. That was the difference. Maybe she needs to change the people she hang around with. Listen, if everybody's a convict. That's not saying much. It doesn't take much to get caught up, though. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're black. It oh, doesn't oh, take much. Whatever. Anyway. Like everybody in that town, not everybody in that town. Okay, she can't find nobody in town who hasn't been arrested. Think of where she came up. I I don't I don't care. And then think about who's around her. At some point, you maybe that's why she's moving. No, 
you know it's not. And anywho, regardless, they come back in. She talks more trash to them. Not really. She starts performing. When they come back in, she's on stage. Yeah, she tells like, don't let no haters tell you what you can't do. Live your dreams. Follow your dreams. You you could hear all of that, but you couldn't hear her rap. And then she started rapping the mic. I don't know what the music was too loud or what. You can hear nothing she was saying. I could hear it. All I heard was jiggle booty, jiggle booty, jiggle booty. I wanted to know about this rhinestone outfit. She's wearing a rhinestone bustier with with jeans that have tassels that are all glitter. She wearing a hoochie daddy jeans. I mean, the outfit was inspiring because if you shake, it's going to glitter and it's going to move. It was brilliant. It was brilliantly done. So that's Renika. <laughs> you know, she's getting a lot of flack for that wig. What wig? The hair on her head, Calvin, is the wig. You know that, right? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said that's her. what's wrong with her wig. They just say it's crusty. <laughs> just, the, wow. The, the conversation is, ooh, maybe you need another one. Anyway. The internet is un-goddamn defeated. <laughs> that's all I can say about Vaya. She posted that. She said, whatever, haters. Like, like basically. Uh, internet one. Um, let's talk about, I'm going to save Savannah and Jake for last. Let's talk about Keith. And Letitia, they're at the top. So, Keith and Letitia, just in case you forgot, Letitia is the lady who owns her own tax prep business. And she recently decided Keith was also going to be a co-owner in that. This episode, she decides to go to see a lawyer to see what she needs to do to get things in place so that he can become a business partner with her. I laughed out loud because she said she was going to go see her lawyer, but it was very evident this was the first meeting. I feel like this is the first time she's talked to this lawyer, but this lawyer talked to her like she was three, trying to explain how bad of an idea it was to get somebody who has a conspiracy charge against that was tried for a conspiracy charge attached to her tax business. Hilarious. The joke's on a lawyer. She's the problem. It was the look on her face was stunned. She was stunned. She was like, no, he was in he's in jail for drugs. Bitch, half of that's conspiracy. And the lawyer's like, the drugs is its own separate. (laughs) It's its own separate charge. Conspiracy can include drugs and money. It can it can include a lot. Money laundering and all other good stuff and she wasn't hearing it she's just like no it's just for drugs <laughs> so he told her she needs to get a prenup to the prenup it was it was essentially her being like nah lawyer who knows the law i know more <laughs> and he goes no you don't no you don't clearly you're about to do something really dumb it's, he pretty much told her she needs to get a pulse pulse nup <laughs> yes to, to protect, protect herself yourself. and her assets and that's pretty much her whole uh episode in a nutshell I loved it, though, that he was like, you could lose your license. You could lose your license trying to do it this way. So you're saying I shouldn't let my Basically, question mark? (laughs) Like, also, she set up an impromptu meeting with her staff and Keith on the phone so that he could do, like, a mini interview and they can get to know him on the phone. And he was flirting with all (laughs) further goes to show you have a lot of time in prison to do nothing. It was hilarious. Anyway, that was her story. Was he really flirting? Yeah. When I that lady know. came on with the with the the blouse, he said was not appropriate workwear. Oh, I the thought one it was that fine. Was, that stuck her, 
size D breast in a in a in a size uh B B cup shirt. No, there's no cups on the shirts. Anyway, sure. She gets on there. She's like, "Hi, how are you doing, Keith?" And he she goes, "Oh, this. you sound nice." Yeah. <laughs> That's all he said. That's all he said. That's... You didn't see Letitia come right back in there and be like, "She was late." <laughs> like, you didn't see that. All of them had on shirts two sizes too small. They did not. They're just wearing clothes that they like. It's all not that bad. All of them. If they want, they they want one Kiki. Boom! Button gone. You're terrible, Calvin. What? You're terrible. Anyway. Sure. Let's get into Savannah and Jake. They're my new favorite couple right now. Okay. Go ahead and tell them about Savannah. Ooh, Savannah. I don't remember her Wow, Calvin. Line. He tells me to get him these notes, and he doesn't look at them. I don't remember her storyline. Savannah. Savannah is an actress, okay? Um, oh, okay. She met Jake while prepping for a role. Bro. So pretty much she set up prepping for a role that she was trying to get in some show or whatever, or play or whatever. So that's why she ended up going on to Facebook or something. And then meeting with up all these uh, women. She went to a Facebook prison group. Right, Facebook prison Prison group, wives. Prison wives yeah. to just like get, try to get access to, I guess, get prepped for her lines. Or she said it was a role, role where her character breaks out, out yeah. her lover from prison. prison. So I guess. Why to, would you need to talk to prison wives, I though? Why would you need to talk to somebody in prison to get a... Uh, so, how's the prison set up? She's method. I don't know. Yeah, she's yeah. She took the method part way too far. So, but we see her. She's doing an audition. It looks like for a Renaissance fair esque type place. She's in full costume. Yes, delivering these lines. Um, Some Romeo and Juliet type stuff. <laughs> off the bat, though, she is a character and a half. She talks about how in love she is with Jake when she met him. Also. Love during lockup ain't shit. The photo they post is her currently and him when he was 19. So it looks insane when it first gets posted. But he's actually older than her. Yeah, he's been in jail for like 12 years? Yes. Yes. He's he says much... it was for robbery. But then, no. <laughs> no. The robbery he did, he somebody got hurt. I don't know. Something happened. Know. Because you just don't get 12 years. Or he just had a bunch of other... Arrest if and priors. He might have had priors. They were like, you know what? We got to put your dumb behind away for a little bit so you can learn something. There's at least three charges connected to that particular case. Robbery is one of them. Burglary is one of them. Um, and he's some literally going to spend his Pos oh marijuana possession. He's he's literally spending his twenties and damn near half his thirties in jail. So in some states, they view marijuana possession as like a worse worse of all. So you can get a lot of time That's for it. And at the time that he got it, insane. when he was 19, it was what? If it was 12 years ago? Quick, do the mental maths. What? 2010? 2012? I don't know. It was before they started... Um, Legalizing marijuana? Yes. Okay. And he's in, I want to say Idaho? Iowa? Somewhere? Yeah, I think he's in Iowa. He's in somewhere. So He's in Iowa. I wouldn't be surprised if all that time was related to the drug charges. That's... But anywho, long story short, he's been in there his whole adolescence, adolescence mm -hmm. pretty much. Mm -hmm. So when he gets out, everything's going to be new to him. Right now, he sounds the calmest, though, of everybody. Yes, and Savannah can't understand why he doesn't want to marry her in jail. We are jumping ahead. There's so much to unpack with her, <laughs> with her story. 
story. Yes, she is really pushing the marriage thing hard with this guy. And he keeps saying, we can wait until I'm not in prison. That's that. her biggest issue. Well, there's also the issue that his mom doesn't like her. And her mom doesn't like her. And then we find out the reason why this mom doesn't like her is because, uh, according to Savannah, she used to be a huge slut. Her words verbatim. Apparently, she tells her friend right off, right off bat when we're first introduced to her story that she's never been faithful to a boyfriend. She, like, she likes penis. And then when we find out the mom's story, at first it's painted as like the mom is just controlling and doesn't like her. But then we find out the mom was okay with her, but then went to like a bar or something and started talking with the entertainment that was there. And the name guy. dropped Savannah, and the guitarist knew who she was. Well, what happened was he she asked her where he was from. They're just making small talk, and he told her, and she's like, "Oh, my daughter, my future daughter-in-law, or something like that, is from there." Savannah's not engaged. But the mom was saying, "My possible future daughter-in-law." No, she said, "My son's girlfriend." Okay, my son's girlfriend's from there, and she said, "He said, oh, what's her name?" And she gave her the name. Savannah is the one that's recounting this to us. And yeah. according to Savannah, the guy got a look on his face. How would Savannah know? I don't know. Apparently, he told the mom that she's a whore. Savannah also told us that this previously as well. <laughs> and so, she said everything he told her was true. But apparently, there were dates involved. And some dates were overlapping with her currently dating Jake. Savannah says that part is not true. The dates didn't overlap. She also told us she's never been faithful to anybody. It's a little hard to believe some of the stuff. Anyway, she also, though, is working on trying to get, trying to help him in prison with his, what do they call it? Commutation, I think. Consultation. Not consultation. It's commutation. But it's not with a P. Commutation, I think. Basically, she's trying to show that his work effort that he's doing while in prison, um, basically to use as like factoids to try to lessen his sentencing so he can get out a little bit earlier but he says he still has five years of required time to to fill out before he can do like any kind of early parole situations so it's gonna be a minute regardless he's gonna at least be in there for 17 years yeah because he's been 12 right now right yeah yeah that's insane but he had a i think he's got a 35 year sentence so and oh whatever Sure. Allegedly, allegedly. So I don't, but anyway, so we see Savannah begging to be this dude's wife and him being like, I love you and I care about you. I am not attaching getting married to me being in prison. Because I've been no. here my whole adult life, damn near. He's like, I, I've already got a lot of firsts attached to prison and I don't, don't want to add marriage. Marriage as one. But for some reason, she can't sink that through her big thumb looking head. <laughs> now, Calvin, that's so mean. Anyway, but yeah, she fights him on it. Apparently, every phone call she has with him is her being like, it's so marriage. And And two, she's also upset because no one came to help her do her commutation. commutation. She was trying to file his, um, essentially, he mails her written statements of work he's done, and then she sends that to the state. May the work I done speak for me. I feel like nobody showing up also speaks volumes about her character. I think no one showed up because they gave up. Gave up on what? Him getting out early. Do you think it's that, or do you think they're just tired of her being obsessed with him? Maybe that, too. But mm. I think it's more they gave up. I think they were gun-ho for the first five, six. After 12, you're like, he's going to do at least 17 to 20. So I don't know. He's going to do at least 20. 
I think in their mind, they're he's they're in their minds they got he's gonna do at least twenty. So, but my thing is, he was already here. He served over a decade when they met. So, so it's not like they not were get out. He's damn near thirty or forty nine. He's thirty now. She's twenty six. He's thirty now. He's not gonna. He get says out he's got five more years of required time. So that's thirty five. Thirty five. Best case scenario, he gets out around thirty five. <sighs> With parole time. So. But yeah. She just can't get the one fact in her head that he doesn't want to have something else attached to him. Another uh, moment or first in prison. Do you think she cheated on him? Of course. I think so as well. I think so. I, I, I think it's going to be a technical situation where she's like, we weren't talking for that weekend. That's a given. And two, he doesn't have access to a phone, so mm. he can't call her whenever he wants to. Unlike the, unlike the others. Yeah. Yeah. But so. she says... That he is the best sex of her life right now, over the phone. That's a lie. We know that's a lie. And two, mm. seems like he's keeping himself busy in jail doing works and doing projects and stuff. Yeah. So he doesn't have that much idle time like everybody else to do things like call her all the time. I'm just saying his explanation to her about why he didn't want to get married. It was so well said. It was very well said. Like, clearly he's going to therapy. Uh, you have a lot of time to read and uh, to work on your uh, vocabulary in prison. He's doing full dissertations. Yeah. I'm just, just saying, I was really impressed sounds with, like with that little tidbit. Sounds like someone's using a library. Sounds like somebody's using a library. I was really impressed with that little tidbit. But also him, like, her crying and lamenting about how, like, his family's not helping her with this commutation thing. Her friends aren't. And him not being surprised. Him I being like none of her, his family of members, like... Her, and from what he's saying, they're not too fond about him neither. I don't know that they're not too fond of him, or they just gave up trying to stay in contact with him like that. So, he's accepted it. I don't know why she can't accept it. That's a great question. But I also think, because it's still relatively new for her, I think she's like, I'm going to make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be the change. I'm going to save everything with my hope. Basically. Basically. So, but it, I like this episode. It was juicy. It was a good episode. Yep, we learned a lot about people who don't have a plan or willingly put themselves in stupid positions. Right. Right. Can't wait for the next episode. Oh, yep. And for this week's Worth the Watch, I don't think it was worth the watch. Go ahead and tell them what it was, Calvin. Uh, it was a Jackie Chang and John Cena movie. What was it called? I don't know. X-rated and faded? I don't know. Was it even worth it? I don't know. Anyway, this movie, uh, I usually like Jackie Chan movies. His earlier stuff, uh, the movie he did with Pierce Bronson. I don't know if you remember watching that ever. He, he played a Chinese immigrant. He, tra- he played a Chinese immigrant that goes to the UK, England specifically. Sure. Um, and he loses his, he lost his wife like years ago, so he just has his daughter. His daughter gets caught up in a heist gone wrong, essentially. Like, she just was wrong place, wrong time, and she ends up dying in the process. So Jackie Chan's character tries to track down who murdered his daughter, and he stumbles onto this huge political scheme that's happening with Pierce Bronson as the head. Okay. It's so good. It's so good. Like, it's still got some martial arts. So good, you don't remember the name. I know. It's still got martial arts, but it's mostly focused on the character building. Okay. And it's really really good but this john cena 
Jackie Chan film. That's not, that apparently it's like number two on Netflix right now. Is hot garbage. It's it's hot garbage. The the positives I liked out of it, we got to see John Cena try to speak Mandarin, or maybe Cantonese, or maybe a different dialect entirely. We got to see him try that. It was pretty. It was pretty good. Um, get to see Jackie Chan again, who's easily got to be in his sixties, maybe even seventies by now, still trying to do his stuff. But it was just, it just felt long and stunted and not funny. Uh, yeah. Um. Hidden Strike. There it is. It's called Hidden Strike. Hidden um, Strike. It took us an hour to get it, but we got it. The things I did not like about it, they try to say that John Cena and Jackie Chan are evenly matched when it comes to fighting. My body cannot handle that. I rejected it entirely. So it was basically a movie about, I guess there were like two soldiers, one an ex-soldier, one a still a soldier. Jackie Chan was still a soldier. Uh, I think private they, security. Private security, I'm sorry. And I guess John Cena was the ex-military person. Was or he? Ex-whatever. <laughs> they, don't, they don't clarify at all. They don't was really he also private security? At all. Because they work for a company. His, that's, that's the beginning of the movie. His little brother and him both work for this company that's for the oil rigs. Well, it says two elite soldiers must escort civilians through a gauntlet of gunfire and explosions. Uh, so, I guess the uh, narrative synopsis they had was kind of incorrect. I feel like they never formally say that John Cena was a soldier. But when they go in his house, he's got the American flag folded up in that little container. Yeah. Shadow box, whatever. So, it's like a Chinese government has controlled all the oil or something in this area? No. It's a bunch of countries fighting for control of the oil. Because the other company he works for is American. That Unicor, whatever place they work for. So. That's American. But China controls all the oil in the area they're at. No. China has access to all the oil that they're at. That's why they kidnapped that lady. Then what's the point of China? China was just there to drill oil, basically. But they created a logar- algorithm. Logarithm. They created an algorithm that would allow them to tap into different supplies of oil, regardless of which country owned it. But the scientist lady that they kidnapped, she said she was only using that algorithm legally, she, they, with permission, essentially. They were making agreements. The Chinese government was making agreements with these other countries to tap into those other fuel lines to do whatever they had to do. But the other, the bad guy wanted to skip all of that and just take it all. Okay, whatever, sure. I'm also still confused because when they finally get the dongle and get all the access to this oil, doesn't it show the oil going into the boats directly? Yes. So then why did they need the tanker trucks? To get the rest of the oil that was in the tanks that was there. Okay. Yeah. I like don't know. I, it doesn't make sense. It sucks. Um, if I mean, okay, so if you were just to watch this based on fighting, do you think that saves the movie? Uh, I guess. I don't know. It's The movie just, I think this is what happens when you have a strike. A, a writer, a writer's <laughs> strike. And uh. 
actor strike at the same time. Well, okay, so this came out now, 2023, but this was written and and produced and filmed earlier than the strike. I think they knew it was coming. Maybe. So. Maybe. You know what this reminds me of? That Tyson movie we watched with that wrestler, oh The Mountain. God. And they were also in the in an indiscreet Middle East area. And Tyson really <laughs> didn't have any lines. He looked like he was having a ball, though. Like, I enjoyed Tyson in that movie. He looked like he was having the time of his life. Leave these people alone. They have nothing to do with this. <laughs> and he was still punching the heck out of people. It was great. I'm it not going to do this. Here, leave these people alone. These I people had are fun innocent. with that movie. That movie also, very long. But I had fun watching that one. This one was, like, ugh, painful. It was just a quick little movie to watch. Something to get you through the time. To pass the time. Uh, Pretty much it was a movie to pass the time. So I If you d- had nothing else to do. I did say we could watch the Flash movie or the Blackening because those are both options. But Calvin said no. Uh, she really doesn't want to watch the Flash. And the Blackening is something she's going to watch on her own anyway. Well, I kind of... Well, let me, let me find out when the Flash... I don't want to pay for the Flash. So And I think we'd have to pay right now. It's that. So if it shows up on HBO Max, I'll I'll watch it. Because apparently, there's some really good plot points to it. But otherwise, it's just really bad. We um, really didn't talk about the movie we just watched. We're just pretty much giving you bad <laughs> highlights of the movie. Because it's terrible. <laughs> it, uh, okay, fine. The movie begins with Jackie Chan um, and his entourage of other security personnel at, at their base camp. Which is one of the oil refineries. And they're pretty much just trying to, I guess, get the locals and the families out. Right. Because apparently they have families on this very attacked oil base. They don't explain why. But I think it's supposed to be like that village where like they've built these refineries in these village areas. So one of the agreements with them having access to that oil control was the sa- you know, making sure they secure the safety of those people. I think those people were Asian that they were rescuing. So I think. But if you looked at the bus when they finally get everybody on the bus, some of them are. Villagers. I mean, they're all Asian technically because they're all in the the continent, but they're Middle Eastern. They're villagers too. Sure. Yes. Okay. Well, they left the villager bus alone. They went after the. Also, what happens to those people when they drop them off? I don't know. Exactly. So, they're pretty much Jackie Chang's security forces to escort these people to the green zone and the fastest way to do that is go through the hell traveler that, that movie i was talking about it's called the foreigner sorry yeah. random input the fantastic movie with jackie chan and pierce bronson it's called the foreigner it's on yeah. tubi for freezies yeah so it's the movie where he a much better film like has does terroristic things to get answers because his daughter has been kidnapped or something murdered she murdered. was murdered in a heist gone wrong okay well murdered Okay. It was so good. Anyway, back to this terrible film. So, the point is, they got to, for some reason, unknown. They got to get these people out. They And all of the roads they were going to take are not usable. So now they got to go on the death road. Not there, it's not that it's usable. It's just longer to go around. No, they say that there's other traps. Like, they, like the roads are demolished. Like, they can't use the roads, period. Which is forcing them to use whatever that road was called. So, instead of just... I'm tempting to use those. I just used a death road. That's pretty much a setup. Other question. Was so, it ever a death road? 
or was it just set up by John Cena's people so that they could rob place rob these people? Who knows? So, as you can tell, she already told you. At some point, down I don't the care road, about recapping this movie because it's so bad. I know, but so how John Cena and Jackie Chan's character get together is John Cena ends up hitting those buses that's going through Death Road and kidnapping some Chinese the sci- the scientists, scientists uh-huh. or engin- and engineers. No, who- there's the scientists because they murdered all of them. Again, why did we do this? It doesn't make sense. To who are trying to get to the green zone. So Jackie Chains goes after those people. Jackie Chains. Yeah, Jackie Chains goes Chan. after those people. There's no G. Whatever. It doesn't matter. The I don't point have to is, say your name right when you make a bad movie like this. The point is, they needed a reason for Jackie Chan to fight and be the be the good guy, and this was it. And they also wanted to show a team up between him and John Cena, and they did that. I'll give it to John Cena. He's supposed to play like the comedy, basically, of the film. He's the com- comedic relief. Sure. He does a fi- an okay job. He gives you dad jokes nonstop. Whatever. It's fine. So, so John Cena pretty much ends up Joining Jackie Chan because, plot twist, he gets double-crossed. Uh, yeah. I also don't know if it was necessarily double-crossed or was he just not told the full story. Because he knew something was up. That's why he left and was like, a little bit of both. bring me my monies. The double-cross is when the dude that it used to be his friend or he used to work with kills his brother. If you don't know, the, the guy he used to work with turns out to be the bad guy. The guy who plays the bad guy plays the bad guy in everything. He played the bad guy in that Sylvester Stallone superhero movie that you didn't want to watch. Don't know. Uh, it was also pretty good. I also recommend that over this crazy behind movie. I don't um, re- recommend any Sylvester Stallone movies unless it's Rambo, listen, whichever one you want to watch. I did not maybe, realize I was going to be a fan of Sylvester Stallone's work, but I really like that hero movie. And I like his little TV series on Paramount+. Plus. Super. Uh, was it Paramount? Uh, yeah, Paramount+. Plus. It's really good. Do. It's okay. really good. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do. Adrian, I took, you want to take the fight? I take the fight. The guy who played the bad guy is Moan Best as playing a bad guy on Game of Thrones. He was sure. put in like last minute. Okay. He was chaos incarnate. Great. Died. Good. He always um, dies in his movies too. That's the other thing. He plays the bad guy and he dies. Um, it was dumb. It was dumb. Pretty much he, John Cena and Jackie Chan realized that they got to be on the same side because they both got to go over the same bad guy. They saved the people's. They get into shenanigans. There's a cliff situation. So, End of movie. Everybody lives happily ever after. If you don't know, she doesn't like the movie. This movie was terrible. Um, on a scale of one to zero, three, I give it a two. I give it a zero. Wait, what's the thing you always like to do? What? Four thumbs down. Uh, uh, uh. Wow. She gave it four thumbs it's down. It's not... It, even if you just like action, I don't even know if it really holds up if you just like action. Yeah, so uh, that's Hidden Strike, the Jackie <laughs> Chan, <laughs> John Cena movie. Uh, go watch it for yourself and let us know if you like it better. You know what you should watch? Joyride. That's what you should watch. Okay. I think it's called Joyride. Um, because even though I tried to get Calvin to watch it, I wanted to recap that movie with him. Just to get his perspective on what a raunchy comedy film looks like when it's female-led. But he didn't want to watch it. Per usual. Is it any different than guys' raunchy movies? It actually is. It is different when it's uh, female-led. I saw a lot of dildos and penises, so I don't know. Yes. 
So, in case you don't know, Joyride is a comedy film that came out earlier part of this year. Um, I mostly watched it for Stephanie. I want to say Stephanie Zhu. Pretty I sure. like how she watches all the movies for certain people that don't know none of their names. I don't know how to pronounce it. I know how to spell it. H-S-U. I want to say it's Sue. Anyway, it's so funny. It's, it's all over, The story is around uh, this young lady who is an overachiever. Um, who was adopted from China, and she's kind of spelt, spent her entire life trying to prove to people that she's worth it, essentially. She has, like, a self-value crisis. She's got a best friend who is not with the shit. She's quick to call out BS, um, and it's, like, almost the exact opposite of her. Then um, that girl's cousin also joins, who at first our main character does isn't really feeling but then eventually they all become friends and then you've got her college friend which is stephanie sue's character who is hilarious i like any kind of raunchy comedy film where it's women that are exploring uh sexuality on their terms and that's definitely what this movie did it was really funny and i highly enjoyed that one that was that much better than Whatever this is called. And this is why men are trying to st- destroy women at, e- at every cost. Because <laughs> of movies like that. You got anything else to say? I don't think it was worth the watch. I think you should watch Joyride instead. Uh, how, do you, what, how do you feel, Calvin? Sure. I don't know what that means. Uh, don't watch Hidden Strike. Watch Joyride. Okay. Thank you for listening to We Like That Podcast. We like that. Remember to subscribe, give us five stars, and tune into more chaotic episodes. I'm Javon. I'm Calvin. Until next time. Later, people.